everybody it's ari and mackie and this is let's talk about let's talk about let's talk about let's talk about it episode three oh no those threats yeah okay so wait oh my gosh before we get started i just wanted to just give a special thank you to anybody and everyone who gave us you know feedback on our first episode we really appreciated it and honestly it felt really really good like hearing people say you know you guys did good this is something i can see myself listening to yes that warmed my cockles girl okay (laughs) she could have used any other word but yeah it really does mean a lot thank you so let's get into episode three. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So episode three. Okay. So episode three and four is going to be a two-part series. So on today we are just. Talk about black people. <laughs> I mean, what's new? We're gonna always talk about black people, but episode three is about the black family dynamic. Yay! The little Dora. Um, How are you going to talk about the black family dynamic and then mention Dora? I'm saying like the sound effect. Girl. Okay. Do that. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> we we originally thought about this during Black History Month, but I mean, there's never like a bad time to talk about black people. I mean, because we're the shit. And I think that this is important. Yes. So as Mac was saying, this was originally supposed to be recorded in like February and this is supposed to be like the first episode type deal, even though it premiered in March. But we felt like we could hold off on it to give you guys a juicier episode. <laughs> but um, yeah, this came about because if you guys do not know, every year there's a theme for Black History Month. And this year it was the Black Family um, Representation, Identity, and Diversity. So I felt like this was, you know... I just had to talk about it. <laughs> okay, so. Ugly as fuck. Sorry. Okay, so I'm going to start off with like, I'm going to ask you a question, Ari. Are you ready? Am I? I don't know, but get ready. Okay. So, <laughs> so would you say that your relationship with your parents is considered healthy? Healthy meaning that there's like intact communication, there's empathy, um, unconditional love. You don't have to go in depth with your answer, but well, well, <laughs> well, since you asked, well, I'm a, I'm an open book. I feel like I can share enough without having y'all want to fight my parents. So, but no, no, no. To answer your question, I don't think we have a healthy relationship. Of you know, we do not have a healthy relationship as of today. But I feel like we're on a path to fixing it. I will say that. And can you please answer the same question? Actually, no, let me do it like you didn't. Okay. Meg, I have a question to ask you. Are you ready? I got a question for you. Are you serious? I'm so sorry. That's the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> are you ready for the answer? I feel like, sidebar, I feel like I live a life of glee. Like, my life is a glee episode. Because one thing about me, I'm going to break out into song. <laughs> <laughs> it may not sound good, but a bitch is going to sing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. I damn it. I forgot now. No, I didn't. Okay, would you consider the relationship with your parents a healthy relationship? 
meaning there's empathy and I forget the other words that you use. <laughs> I already answered. Um Okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, wait, Ari, please. We're trying to be serious. This is this is us twenty four seven. Sorry. But I believe that my mom and I have a healthy relationship. Um, my dad, hell no. Um, but I think that a part, a, a main reason why me and my mom have such a healthy relationship now is because there's space, space meaning like boundaries, emotional boundaries, and there's actual physical space. Like I stay two hours away from my mama. So she not in my face, in my business. And I definitely, like, now that I'm older, like we talked about last episode, respecting me as your child and as a woman, that also plays a role in how healthy our relationship is. Well, I feel like I have that space with my mom, obviously, because just like Mac, I don't live with my mom. And I'm not two hours, but I'm 12 hours away from my mommy. And <laughs> grow up, Ariana. But yeah, we have space, but I feel like we're lacking empathy. But also in that same manner, I feel like a lot of the stuff that I'm dealing with, my mom has never had to deal with because she, I don't think she was, no, yeah, when she was my age, she was married. And I was on the way. That does not sound fun. It, yeah, it does. It, it couldn't have been shit. She ain't like it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you put my business out there? I mean, hell. Okay, no. Sorry, Ma. But, um, yeah, our situations are definitely different. She is heterosexual. I am not. You know, it's a lot of things that I'm dealing with that she necessi- necessarily never had to. So I feel like we just have to figure out how to support each other in our separate... What's the word, Mackie? Lack of better words, in each other's, like, different spaces, I guess, or, like, places in life. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you're saying that, I, I see what you're saying. You, you want her to meet you where you're at. And I have to meet her where she's at, because yeah. I don't necessarily it's, it's definitely It's definitely not a one-way street. Like, yeah. when people say that, for example, meet people where they're at, they also have to be willing to be met. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely... Because, not saying stooping, but why do I have to minimize or step back when you're not even ready to receive, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like it's hard for her to do that because, you know, like this whole stay in a child's place thing that parents or like black people, black families, black families like want to put out. I feel like that is so unhealthy because now I'm a, I'm growing up and it's hard for even my grandmother or like different older people in my life um i just don't shoot out steve but um it's hard for me to understand who you are as a person because you feel as if sharing your feelings or your personal life or what you're going through is not me standing in a child's place but it's like i can't i don't even know you mm-hmm. i like i like real spill i don't know my mom i feel like i don't know my grandmother i know you as my grandmother or my mom but i don't know who you are as a person we never talked about how you grew up mm-hmm. we never talked about how you were in high school like you like with your friends i don't know that 
So I feel like it's kind of hard to um, build a relationship with them as a woman, and I don't have that. Yeah. And, like, me and my grandma and my mom, we're tight. Like, they, they raised me. We're tight. But you don't. But I don't. Outside of that dynamic, I don't I don't even know. I can't even say, oh, I'm like my mama. I don't damn know why. I, I, my mama probably act the exact same as me. I just don't know. Yeah. Because I just don't know her. And I feel like it's hard for that to register to them because they got stay in the child's place, stay in the child's place. But, but it's like I'm not. When, and and I, I have a question for black families. At what point does that child's place end? Yeah. But what is a child? Okay. We know what a child's place is. Yes and no. Because I feel like, um, for example, like when my parents are going through their divorce, I, it was a stay in a child's place. I didn't understand it. And yes, as a kid, I don't know shit about divorce. I don't know, you know, everything that goes into it. I don't know what it means to be in a relationship, let alone being married. I don't know any of those things, but I still feel like it's a piece of information that you can give a child to help them understand your present situation. Because I feel like in in that realm, I kind of, they lacked. And I feel like to me, they messed up a little bit because it was a way you could have let me in and let me know what was going on so I mm-hmm. wouldn't be confused. But I'm still in a child's place. I didn't tell you to tell me all the ins and outs of, you know, whatever situation. In this case, my my parents marriage but you could have told me listen mommy and daddy are mommy working and daddy out go, yeah you i feel like staying in the child's place is like i'm not sitting when y'all gossiping okay cool i can do that but if it's a situation that's pertaining to me and affecting me i feel like it's a way that you can explain what's going on to a child yes without you know having to tell them everything and i grew up the complete opposite my mom definitely was very open, you know, about my father's presence and lack thereof. You know what I'm saying? It was never, oh, well, daddy's doing this. No, no, it was never that. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, I'm nine, ten years old. Did my child support come? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like having to know those things because ultimately, <clears throat> and being my mother's only child, it's not like, you know, I have an older sibling. I mean, I, I have older siblings on my dad's side. Shout out to them. I love y'all. But. Period. Y'all are really pretty, by the way. Thank you. Um, we grew up in different households. So I didn't really have my sisters to rely on to, you feel me, explain how crappy our father was. It all fell on my mom. And she was never trying to, you know what I'm saying, bash him. But it's like, dang. It it if it looked like a duck and it quacked like a duck, I'm not finna call that shit a pigeon. Like, I'ma just... Right. And you you put me in these compromising situations when it comes to my child. And, you know, I'm already on defense mode because I know you cannot provide, but you say you can you know, you're saying trust you, you're saying you got all this shit in motion, and then when it's time to hit the rubber to the road. Right. Mm. Exactly. So I feel like that level of transparency, she didn't want to have that, but she needed to have it. I'm inquisitive. I'm asking questions. Where's daddy at? You do got them. Yeah, I'm, re- <laughs> I'm real nosy. I'm real nosy, especially if it's pertaining to me. I'm asking all the questions. So, you know, where's daddy at? Why, why is, why are we lacking in this? Why? Uh, so many questions that I had, and it just came to the point where it's like, okay, sit down. You want to know? You want to know? Let me, and then, well, like Mac, my dad wasn't necessarily physically present because of his job. 
Um, but he was there. He called. He popped up. He did, you know, certain things. But I feel like it wasn't the same as you being physically there. Because it's not the same. Like, my mom was there every day. Like, she know where to get me from school. She know, like, what homework I'm not going to do. You know, she knows the ins and outs of my everyday life. We talked she... about this yesterday. Yeah. We did. <laughs> Pre-pod, we talked about this. Yeah, but my mom is there every day. You don't. You miss that. And I feel like now, well, okay, when I was younger, my those little days that my dad was, I don't want to use the word awarded, but given, like, you know, within the custody battle or whatever, you would try to make up for all of that lost time. And this is something I want to point out that I've had a conversation with both of my parents about all of this stuff. This is not me just putting my business out there on the front street, like, you know, trying to talk about my parents, but this is like a, this is real life. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to sit here and act like, Stuff isn't happening. I'm so grown as hell. Very, very much so. <laughs> grown as hell. This, this is shit that happened um, 10 years ago. But we're, I'm still, you know, talking about it. And this is the conversation I've had with both of my parents. Cool. Now, that's what I was saying. You were trying to, like, make up for all the time you lost on Wednesdays and every other weekend. So, it's like, damn, hold on. Slow down. Calm down. I didn't I didn't know what to do with, with those a few hours you had with me after school and, you know, trying to push in seven days a week into one day mm-hmm. it's like okay like you're trying to overcompensate for the time that you lost but i don't know what to do with all this who are you um no it's like, a it's a combination of overcompensating and underachieving at overcompensating because you're doing so much but you're achieving so, so fucking little yeah and it's i really feel like if my dad could have been there he would have but we i I don't know. I can't say what he should like would have done. I don't know, but I feel like he would have been there more um, if he didn't have the job that he had. But either way, that just goes to say that you just—I don't know—my relationship with my dad, even though he was there and quote unquote present, the like you being physically here was like it matters. It and, matters. And I want I. I want parents, like, the black family dynamic is is so Mm ever-changing. But I do want parents to know that your presence is so necessary. Yeah. Even, you know, for young women, young boys, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, and let me change the verbiage. Young girls and young boys, because I said young women, and we got a problem of making black girls older yeah no okay yeah for young young girls girls and young boys you know presence is needed Mm -hmm. it's so necessary and contrasting to you i saw my dad almost every day when i was in elementary school he would pick me up from school so when you have a present parent and then you go from having a present parent to an absentee parent it's like hmm Where'd you go, bud? You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you start going into these, like, questioning your self-worth, all type of BS. And again, you know, like, my sisters were so far removed from that relationship at such a young age. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were just on some, like, okay, fuck it. We we balled. They they had tunnel vision for some whole other shit. You know what I'm saying? And it, it manifested in... And scholarship, it manifested in track, it manifested in a great career field. That's how that manifested, you know what I'm saying? And and we all did it on our own terms, on our own time. So when they were preteen, teenager, they had already detached. 
but they're older than me, so I'm still, you know, trying young. I'm out. still trying to figure it out. Like, the, the math wasn't mathing. And it, like I said earlier, it put my mom in some really compromising positions because she doesn't want to bash you as a man, but as a father, you're failing. You're failing, and you and it's not like you don't care. And contrary to you, my daddy had a choice. Nigga chose to leave. And you know what? I've said I said this to Ari yesterday. When it's beef between parents, the children catch the strays from that beef. Mm-hmm. So when niggas wanna or when men rather wanna dissociate from the mother of their children, the children get caught up in that too. And I don't think that's fair. And that's vice fair and vice versa as well. When 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 women are tired of dealing with their BDs, they okay, well, you don't get to really see the kid no more. And I think and I feel like parents, I don't. I think that's common to see in black families. Yeah, it's, that's very common, but it's not fair. I don't, I don't know if I'm not a mother, so I can't speak on that, you know, part of it. But like as a kid, I rem- I have a very, very vivid memory. I remember everything from my childhood. So like, I don't know if you don't think I'm gonna not remember or like what is it? But because you can't stomach seeing my dad with somebody else or whatever the case may be that makes the parents not you know see eye to eye the kid suffers and that's not fair i don't care how old your kid is it's not fair to put your personal feelings in front of a relationship that your child needs to have with the other parent and even if it's vice versa the the dad has you know um custody of the kid and they like you know doing something with the mom that's not fair to that child and that's that's another thing that i want to like delve into is the actual like system for having children child support custody um i definitely feel like black families stray from that they stray from having any type of order Mm-hmm. they would rather okay we just gone mondays and monday mondays through thursdays i got her Friday through Sunday, you got her. Instead of having some shit written up, a contract, some type of shit. I, and maybe this is just me because I'm going into law, but I'm very passionate and pro-contracts. Sign that shit. Get that shit in writing. Have a paper trail. Because if some shit go left and you and her get into it, she could say, we never even talked about that. We never even talked about you having a baby. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying, your baby daddy, y'all broke up. He said, okay, every second Saturday, I'm going to send you $700. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be my biggest check, that second Saturday of the month. And he stopped sending that $700. He could definitely say we never had that conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm so pro that because, I mean, I'm I'm 21. My dad is going to be paying child support until I'm like 30. I'm talking about bands and back pay. No, because you don't you don't get to escape your reality of having all these damn kids. Like, no, you finna own up to that shit. And you can't file taxes. He ain't get no STEMI. Cause guess what? No guess STEMI. Guess where that money coming? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because and I said this to Ari yesterday. When they dissociate they don't have to live with the realities of knowing, you know, what she like for breakfast. Or, you know, what what's the TV show she want to watch when she done with homework. The, no, the little what, things. I was trying to say earlier. Like, you don't The real reality. Me. 
And that that's something that we still struggle with to this day. Like, I don't I don't think to call you like every okay, every two seconds because it's like why would I call Cause you, you don't know me. And I don't have to call my mom and give her this whole layout. Cause my mama could figure out how I'm gonna deal with the situation before I even call her and tell her. Like you said, she know what homework I'm not finna do. She already know what class I'm finna come home to complain about. She she knows me. You know me, but you don't really know me. Yeah, but and that's it's, that's a difference too. So to add on to what you were saying about um, having a contract and a paper trail, to me, I just feel like if you decide to have a child with someone, you should. Y'all relationship t- should be, I don't know. Like I'm not saying that breakups can't happen, obviously, because that's normal. But I feel like you, sh- you, you all should be mature enough to like have a system on y'all own. We shouldn't have to bring a court agreement into it. But it makes sense, to, like what you're saying, to have a paper trail about everything. But like, why we can't figure that shit out on our own? We decided to have this kid. Why do we have to bring out? All these extra people to like help you. Be ma- they be so immature. Like but that's the thing. Like, why are we having kids and acting like kids? If I can't sit down with you and be like, "Look, we're not working out in a relationship," but I do understand. Like, we went fifty fifty on this motherfucker. Like, I'm gonna give you money to help. I'm gonna be here as much as I can, but we're not working out as and- a couple. And you would think people would. You know how that shit figured out before they decide to have a baby. Like this, that snowballs into my next point. How sometimes, and I don't want to speak on all black families, but I think that a common um, component is conditional love and affection. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I love you forever. I got you forever. And then the second you don't do something, you, the second you don't jump when and you know what I'm saying when they call is it's fuck you you don't really care about me you know what I'm saying like things get real conditional and then I see it often with kids oh yeah I'm, I'm forever that that's my little man forever I'm gonna do whatever for him and then the second your baby mama not throwing it back on you no more you ghost not, so just fuck little man huh <laughs> just just fuck him or the second your baby daddy decides to not pay for your wigs or your weave you just like fuck him he ain't shit <laughs> and i don't know i just really i can't get with that and uh, again stop having kids with people who are not mentally mature Mm -hmm. having a kid is not having a baby doll for 18 years it's not having you know what i'm saying a best friend and kids are not there to provide you with unconditional love and i feel like that's also what people say like Oh, I'm so happy guys sent me a man to love me unconditionally. That baby is three months. That is not a man. You should be secure enough within yourself and within the relationship that you are choosing to have to bring a child into where your child doesn't need to bear the burden because your spouse is lacking. Not even your spouse. Your fuck buddy. Or whomever. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand why y'all. That's not. That's that doesn't. I don't know, that shit don't sound cute to me. Um, if I get pregnant today, which I don't know how that would ever happen, but if I was to get pregnant today, I would not be looking for my child to come in and just bring me all of the... Of course, the child's going to bring you happiness, but you need to be happy on your own without that damn baby. You need to you need experience to, love. Without that damn baby. You need, like, your child isn't someone for you to depend on. Let me... And this like, is... I don't know. Y- and I, I love when I hear, like, 
and this is not me bashing anybody, but I love when I hear like really mature women speak on how having a child has instilled different things in them and it's not based or rooted in what they lacked from men. Mm. I honestly, real spill, have never, never heard that. And I, and it's not, it's not bashing, but honestly, it's like a simple nudge for you to just do better. That is something that we need to do better in. And it's a lot of young mothers that do this. And honestly, that's another thing. Yeah, like, baby is, if, if anything, yes, your child is supposed to instill things in you like compassion and dignity and pride, protection, you know, you being a protector. But you are supposed to instill things in your child first. As well. You can't teach your child how to. Not as well, but first. You are supposed to instill yeah. unconditional love, happiness, joy, protection mm-hmm. first. And something that you have not fully grasped yourself, you can't teach someone how to do that and some. Like. Do you do you bitches be trying? Like I don't. It is. It's really. And and honestly, I'm I'm gonna like veer off. That's not just a black family thing. I think that's just like a young woman thing. Like young women who are not mentally mature are having children and they're seeking love and compassion and all. And and that's not what children are for. The children are not for that. To something that you already have established for yourself, not to fill a void and that's not fair to that child but we can stop talking about this because i can go on and on because i see it every day on like my social media apps with people that i've grown up with and it's just so frustrating because it's not because i want i don't let me not say that let me not say that but yeah i just want people i want better and and I, i i would really love for black elders to one stop slut shaming people when they do have children at a young age. Mm-hmm. Because, you know what I'm saying? That, y'all was, they was doing that back in the day. That's what I'm that's saying. Not, that is that's, nothing new. It's nothing new under the sun. The only thing is that, you know what I'm saying, y'all were married and young. But stop slut shaming these young girls because they they need help. That and young girls is not it's not teenagers, 16, 17, I mean 23, 24, 25, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you've you've never had a stable relationship, or you know what I mean? Or or a man to show you that he really cares about you and you're having a kid. They need guidance. They need some wisdom. They need some support. They need their village. And slut shaming them because they ain't married is not gonna help. And honestly, and I, I think you you're making them feel bad because they don't have what you have, but your Union wasn't necessarily secure when you decided to have children. Let's 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 be honest. Let's keep it a honcho. The marriages was not the healthiest. But again, back to what Mac was saying, like don't slut shame, but be there because obviously they need you. If you feel like they can't do it or like they lack something, instead of talking about them, help them and not even just while they're like with child, but help people like regardless help like, them if you, if teach you, teach them you know how, how to care for a child go to a birthing to class know. read a read a prenatal book with them go to the the doctor appointments i i definitely do feel like black families push that responsibility off on the black fathers but and not saying that the fathers be absent all the time but what if they just busy working you know what i'm saying that horn disrespectful as hell I, can't I, hear I don't know. I, I don't know. But that, it was just a horn going off. I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot of 
more support that black elders could give to younger people but because you don't necessarily like the decisions that you know whomever is making or you don't necessarily agree with it you shun it or you don't you know want anything to do with it but instead of like okay i may not agree what you're doing necessarily but i'm still going to support you boom great into my next point about me being gay nobody a leo back to me <laughs> back to me but no no but but for real real spill okay um for you guys that don't know boom i identify as gay as queer as a lesbian boom though sexuality is ever changing in this present moment today <laughs> that's what i identify as um so a little backstory. I came out like five different times. Real spill. Like I done came out the closet a couple different times because y'all motherfuckers won't look in the first time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had to keep doing it. But um, my dad doesn't necessarily agree with it. But like we talked about, like I said before, this is conversations that we've had time and time ago and time and time again. So, you know, this isn't something I'm just, you know, springing on the pot like this. So, boom, he doesn't necessarily agree with me liking women for whatever reason he is entitled to have. So, um, yeah, I was just trying to get him to understand I'm not looking for you to sit here and walk out with a pride flag on your back just because that's what my mom is doing. I just want you to support me and not shun me because you don't necessarily agree with the decision that I'm making. And this isn't just regarding my sexuality but this could be anything anything that i'm ever doing in life it isn't something that you could like see yourself doing but because i'm your kid i i'm looking for that support from you it's an extra nudge there yeah, it should like, be a, a extra a extra amount of support all uh-huh. the more reason because i'm your kid yeah and it's like i'm gonna do what i want to do anyway just so off the simple strength that i'm grown but at the same time I'm still looking for, like, you're okay. Like, yes, you can do this. Yes, I support you. Yes, okay, because you're my dad. You get what I'm saying? Or, like, any... It could be my mom as well, but we started off talking about that. So, um, yeah, from your parents or anyone in your family, any elder in my family, I just want support. Like, I may not understand what you're doing. I may not have had to go through whatever situation you're going through, but I support you because you're my niece, because you're my granddaughter, because you're my daughter, you're, you know, because you're my cousin or whatever. You just, you know, look for support. So just being being more supportive to your family members and people that you call your family. You know what I'm saying? You're being more supportive to your friends in every mm-hmm. aspect. And support looks different from every person. So uh-huh. knowing what support looks like for the specific individual is important. Study the people that you love and care about. If you see that you have a young mother in your family or, you know, somebody that's struggling in your family and, and you your normal way of giving support is not resonated with them, you need to try something else or just don't offer support at all. Exactly. So in the end, but also realizing on the other side of it, that support looks different. So you might want this to happen, but that they aren't able to give you support in their manner, but they're doing something. So still realizing that they're trying to support you. Mm-hmm. But also another thing is being vocal. Like telling you guys, like, oh, I would like if you do this to show me support or whatever. And if you've done all that you can to let them know how you would like to be supported or how they can support you and then they don't do it, 
that's another conversation to have, but still being vocal about what you would want from people and what that looks like to you is also important because people can't read minds. They can't read minds. And quite frankly, you got to speak up. Mm-hmm. And But speaking up is a two-way street. There's been plenty of times I done reached out like, yo, you know, and my mom has always been really big on, you know, Michaela, you need to call your family. And I, I tweet this, if you follow me on Twitter, I often frequently like, if it's a Sunday, call your people. I tweet that very often. Call your people, call your granny, call them aunties that's texting you, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes like when my family reaches out to me, I'm very busy. And I'm not saying that. To to stroke my ego, but Mac is a busy bitch. Let me see <laughs> Mac is busy. I don't even. Never mind. Mac Mac is busy, y'all. I'm so busy. So if you if and I tell my family this all the time. If y'all are thinking about me, just call me. Please do not text me because I will be in the midst of texting you back, and I'll be like, oh shit, I'm late to a meeting, or oh, I gotta go turn in this assignment on Blackboard, and I have registered that you've reached out to me, and it has warmed my heart. But I don't respond, and it's not, and it's just charging to my head and not my heart. But call me if you're thinking about you me. You sound like an old ass, yeah, or something. Charging to my head, and and y'all, I my aunties are not 30, 40. No, my aunties are up in age. They're very, they're, I don't want to say they're very old, but they're. Uh. I wasn't gonna say that. They're very wise. You know what I'm saying? They've experienced some shit. They've seen some shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm grateful to have a great aunt who is my grandmother, my grandmother's sister. She's just turned 90. Shut up. Oh. And just turned 90. And. <laughs> Eric, please. But no, shout out to all the elders, for real. Because they hold so much wisdom. And the older I get, you know, the more I just call her and I just listen to her. She's she's the monarch of our black family. Shout out to my great grandma. Like, you know what I'm saying? They hold so much wisdom and all you, and just just take some time out and get to know them. Get to know them outside of their place in the family. And I think that you will have a greater appreciation for their position in the family once you do that. Because my great grandma talk your ear off. Yeah. My good sis has had 50 jobs. Okay. I think my grandmother is, she'll be 94 Lord willing, in December. So my good sis got years, decades. She marched with Martin Luther King. Okay, apparently to my good sis, she was she traveled with a circus. (laughs) Not not apparently. I'm so serious. She said she was acrobat in a circus. Really? Right now, she prop her little tablet up and she like touch her toes. That's what she felt like she was going circus. So yes, shout out to her. But. You know, I got to know them is really, really important. I've noticed that I am exactly like that lady. Okay, we are, we see eye to eye. I, um, I was talking to my mom the other day and she said she was talking to my great aunt. And she was like, yeah. You know, she said, yeah, Jackie, my hand is itching. It's itching real bad. She said, oh, Gigi, that means you about to get some money. And my Gigi goes, you know, when I was a kid, whenever my daddy hand would itch, he would just go and rub on my mama butt. So I'm going to tell y'all why that's interesting. Her mom passed away at the age of 36. She had cancer. You're 90 remembering your childhood vividly. Get to know your elders. More of the story. 
get to know your elders like they they she she's recalled stories of them walking to school you know almost getting jumped by the white girls they're from mississippi i feel like every oh, every she, black person oh, yeah. from chicago is from the south if you if you black and from chicago nine times out of ten your grandma or your great grandma and them is from mississippi cannot make that shit up <laughs> from somewhere in the south somewhere in the south and my dad's from the south but i honestly and this i'm kind of sad about for lack of better words um i don't have um a close relationship with my dad's mom and she's still living but because i didn't i didn't grow up in birmingham or like in alabama period so i didn't see her as often as my other cousins and she's been sick for most of my life so like she wasn't able to fly and come see me like mm-hmm. my graduations and my events you know but when i would come down there to see her like she remembered me i and for my cousins if you're listening i am her favorite grandchild and she had a lot of grandkids she has 13 kids yeah same and out of all 13 kids only two of them yeah only two of them have one kid my dad and my aunt so it's like it, we had some folks but i want y'all to know that i am her favorite grandkid she told me she told me. So if you want to call her grandma a liar, <laughs> that's what you and God. But no, um, yeah, I'm kind of sad that I don't have the relationship that I have with my mom's mom, you know, with her. Because I feel like I can learn a lot from her. I would learn a lot from her. But because the distance, I feel like that played a part. And just because she's ill, so I can't mm-hmm. just like I'm sitting and talking to my mom's mom. I can't sit and necessarily talk to her because she got to, you know, get her rest or do whatever. So... Yeah, but I did talk to my girl. She was ready to come to Montgomery when she found out I had COVID months and months and months ago. I just like to add, she was ready to come down here and fight somebody. Who done get it to my baby? Girl, and fight who? <laughs> who you gonna fight? Girl, how you gonna fight them? But, but, but seriously, y'all, get to know your elders. Yeah. Get to know the people that hold wisdom in your life, in your family. You know, they got some stories to tell. Because really, it's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun, and I want to change topics now because you briefly touched on sexuality being a spectrum and how you identify as a gay woman. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk about what black family dynamics look like today as far as, like, gay couples, trans couples, All right. well, and the black community. Like you said, the black family dynamic comes in many many different forms there isn't just one like idea of what a black family should be and i also want to just cut out the narrative that like the father is missing that is such a tired narrative and you see it a lot the mamas the mamas be missing too the mamas definitely there's nobody there at all so yeah let's let's realize that the black family could come in different forms, but like right now, like Mac was saying, I feel like that is changing. Um, now that the world has become more accepting that people can come. I don't want to say that because that's going to sound wrong. And I don't want to be on set like that. So, but yeah. Okay, no. Families could be presented in different forms. Boom. 
Okay, so she said it, and I'm going to come in, and I'm going to piggyback off what she said. Sidebar, I hate when I'm in meetings and people say that shit. Don't piggyback off what the fuck I said. Get your own thought. But anyway. Bitch, you just did that to me. Okay, but I could do that because we friends. Okay, so I feel like the black family dynamic looks different now. And I feel like we need to be more accepting as a people, as a community, to gay couples, to trans couples, to non-binary couples raising children and i'm going to speak on this topic and i really don't care who i offend by this but you're getting offended because sesame street and other kid cart kid friendly cartoons have gay representing couples on the show you think that they're teaching the kids sex you can go to hell you can definitely go to hell because we we be screaming representation matters when we see black women in afros on stage. We scream representation matters when we see black men with free form locks. So why can we not scream representation matters when gay couples want to be represented in art? Art imitates life, baby. And it definitely does. And I also would like to add that you can't teach someone how to be gay. I was not taught how the, how the fuck what does that even mean how do you teach what do you mean to, by that what do you mean Bajuski mean what do you mean by that how could you teach somebody to be gay like what the fuck even what does that even mean like but just like you in fifth grade was was knowing that you like booty why can't i know that i like girls or boys or what have you like what's the difference we are open to seeing heterosexual couples kiss during breakfast on the tv show but it's pissing the parents off when they see two men dropping off that kid like what the fuck like why is that so and triggering to you but when it was so okay for you to be openly affectionate when it's to heterosexual couples or just doing regular shit on tv shows but why is it so triggering when you see um gay couples or lesbian couples or you know different couples presented on television like why is that so triggering for you? and it shouldn't be triggering because as much as people don't want to hear it the kids need it the kids need it. Even if they don't have gay parents, they need to see it because, because it's going to continue. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if people really know this, but like sexuality is not a fad. It's not a trend. However, it is on a spectrum. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's fluid. It's free flowing. It can do as it pleases. However, it's never going to go out of style. So we're never going to stop seeing gay parents drop their kids off. We're never going to not see lesbian couples holding hands on the beach. We're never going to not see it. So shunning it and inadvertently or purposely teaching your children, either or, to hate or love gay. Like, come on, y'all. Let's, let's be for real. Let's be for real. Because and, let's, and let's talk about how these little kids. No, for real. Let's fucking talk about it. Oh, I'm listening. How these little kids, they, they pick up. You know what I'm saying? What their parents say about gay people and then they go to school and they say shit and then they, it, it, kids are sponges. So when you say, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you gay. That's gay. You know what I'm saying? Any Anything is gay to little boys now. Like, but honestly, where do they get that from? Where do they get that? I want us to be more careful about what, what labels labels. Because what the, like, honestly, from the bottom of my heart and it's like, it pisses me off. <laughs> Because, like, what the fuck does that even mean? It's okay not to know. It's so, But it's not okay to be ignorant. It's not okay to be ignorant, especially when you, like, have children. It's not okay to be ignorant because we can't get upset 
when white families don't teach their white kids about, you know, black people, or they don't, you feel me, they don't see black people, then when they see black people in public, they're staring, it's inappropriate, but it's like you, but, but you get frustrated when you see, you know, different couples on television, but it's like, this is their, they need to see this, this they, is life. Yes, sheltering I, them what, is not going to help them. Yeah. It's not going to help them, and you know, I seen, this was like yes, a minute that, ago. Sheltering is not going to change that. Sheltering do not help. You're going to see it regardless if you go to the grocery store. So, you you know Santana. I love Santana. Julie, this not about you. You you another Santana. But Santana, Saucy Santana, the rapper, he was like, you know, I was in Walmart. This was a grip ago. He was like, yeah, I was in Walmart. And this little boy looked at his mama and was like, is that a he or her? And, like, his mama, like, popped the shit out of him and was like, no. Like, you don't say stuff like that. Shit like that matters. Even though I know there's a plethora of people that do not agree with Santana's lifestyle, you know what I'm saying, and how he he chooses to present himself, but shit like that matters because one, that's a question you ask in private, and two, he he said he followed up with a tweet about it and was like, you know, I told her like, you know, like just explain it to him, you know what I'm saying? He didn't, he wasn't doing it to be like, oh, he weird, but he needs to know, you know. Mm-hmm. Every man does not have to be masculine presenting. Every woman does not have to be soft and flowery, you know what I'm saying? And every gay man does not have to be over feminine, Flam- yeah, flamboyant. flamboyant or whatever. And every gay woman does not have to be masculine and da da Doesn't it? It doesn't have to be like that, but because that's the stereotype doesn't mean that other forms of that doesn't exist. But I don't know. Like I just really, really hope that one day we will all just get out out of this mindset. Like this stuff is bad because it's not bad. And then you're teaching your kids to be closet. You know what I'm saying? No, for real. Like. That's gay. Don't do that. That's gay. And then, you know what I'm saying? They they end up like dibbling and dabbling in it. And then they know that their parent doesn't approve of it. So then they just like, you know, not nah, as gay. Whole time they gay. Like exactly. and you're scared to be yourself. And I just like that's not mm, I just don't like that. And I just appreciate my mom for accepting me and understanding that just because I don't like what she liked that you know that doesn't mean i'm less of her daughter that doesn't mean she made a mistake or something like that that's just who i am mm-hmm. and you know i'm still the same person if you knew it if you didn't know you know like it's still it, it is what it is growing up i had a trans cousin it's like early 2000s well this was actually before i was even like old enough to really comprehend but he he's my cousin, my mom's nephew. His name, I'm not going to say his real name. I'm going to say the name that he went by, Tracy. But he his pronouns were interchangeable, you know what I'm saying? And we just knew, you know? We never, it was never, oh, he's this, no. We see what he's giving, he's Tracy. This is Tracy. You know what I'm saying? And he was very open. He was very um, transparent. You know what I'm saying? And we loved him. We loved him through it all. He had a sister who was gay. 
and she slowly but surely started, you know, becoming more masculine presenting. And no matter what, I'm still calling her her little girly name. So I'm not going to say her name either, you know, to protect the privacy of my family. But uh, I say all that to say that it starts young. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm five years old. I ain't give a damn that she had on pants that was three sizes too big for her. But she was clean as hell. She was fresh as a motherfucker. I want pants just like those. <laughs> you know Thank what I'm saying? You it just, you, t- hate is taught. And that mm-hmm. goes far beyond race. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And when that, like, my mom, she recalls it all the time. She's like, you know, I'm just very proud that you've, you've held that character throughout your adult life. You know what I'm saying? Because I wouldn't be an ally to the community had I not known shit, you know, from a kid. It, it starts so young. You know, I have other gay cousins, you know, male and female. And they, I don't think they've ever had a problem with coming out to my family because we've been experiencing it. Mm-hmm. I also learned how to create a, sa- a safe space. A safe space. And I think that's why Tracy was so transparent because she had a safe space. Yeah. And so, that matters. And wait. a safe space, a safe space is not just like, conditional when they're in one outfit or the next no a safe space is all the way through everywhere even if they're not present Mm -hmm. yes yes um, no that's that's not what we do and i think i want black families to do a better job in creating a safe space not when just someone is coming out or protecting someone that um identifies as trans or maybe trans or something or gay or lesbian whatever creating a safe space like completely like with emotions if i'm coming to you speaking to you about like how i'm feeling about something Mm -hmm. making me feel safe or making it giving me the okay to share how i feel and make it and not going to make me feel bad about how i'm feeling Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's another thing um that my going back to the the um first question that my relationship with my parents lack is a safe space i don't feel safe expressing how I feel all the time because I know it's going to be a rebuttal. And it's okay to have a response like, don't send me off. Don't be just a yes man. You know, correct me when I'm wrong. That's fine. But also, this is okay. Like, I understand where you're coming from. You know, how can we fix this? What's the stuff moving forward? And not making me feel bad when I had made a mistake or something like that. So learning how to create a safe space in every aspect of your child's life, in every aspect of your life as well so i think that is something that we can do a better job on and i'm i'm happy that we're having conversations like this people in my generation are having conversations like this because i feel like when we do actually have like you know families we will do a better job and not saying that our parents have done a bad they, job they worked with what they had yes and and that's that's good that's great but we need to build on that uh-huh and there's always room for it for improvement yeah and i don't want I, again i'm going to keep reiterating this i don't want people to feel like you know we're talking down on like our parents our families or what have you that is these are know, these are conversations that have been had in depth i've talked to this I talked about this with my therapist, with my mom. Yep. Like, I, they're well aware that I don't I don't want to say I didn't get enough parenting, but there were just some departments that needed more development. Yeah. And being so young and being able to acknowledge that I have light years before I decide to have children, if I decide, because as of now, it's a hard no. But I'll if I... You, it's a, it's a, 
<laughs> but you know i do know that if i do have a child i have i'm emotionally equipped yeah. you know That's, yep I, I don't think that parents were emotionally equipped and that matters it you know grateful that my mom was able to provide food on the table clothes on my back you know what i'm saying through it all through two recessions you know what i'm saying through two states two cities yeah. Through unemployment, you feel me? Through 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 it all, but we can build on that, and we're still building on that. And my mom is not allowed to listen to the podcast, but if you sneak in and listening to it, Miss Mamas, you're appreciated. My mommy listens. Hey girl, hey Shana, how you doing? I don't think I don't let my grandma listen to it. She's gonna be like, "Girl, all that damn cousin. Let me clean your mouth with some soap." Girl, I am Larry's granddaughter. Understand that, so right? <laughs> but uh, oh, mean, also, boom. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. What you got to say? Come on, let's talk about it. Boom, a big shout out to uh, how am I trying to say what I want to say? Because I don't want it to be one of them. Um, but shout out to like the people who have stepped in in place of absent parents. Mm-hmm. So. Like I stated before, my dad wasn't physically there every day, but like I said, Big E did call. He did pop up. <laughs> he did go to, you know, his little days that he had in the custody or whatever. But shout out to my grandfather, okay? He was there and he showed me what black love looks like in a marriage, what he gave to me and my sister and my cousin and to my grandmother and to my mom. And whomever else he touched while he was alive, he definitely did a great job. And despite how he might have felt about my father and her relationship with, I mean her, his relationship with my mom, he never faulted me for that, if that makes sense. He did. He, he stepped up and he did what he had to do. And, and not just grandparents, stepfathers or stepmoms. Shout out to y'all. Honestly, and you're treating that child like that's your own. And you're giving a child wisdom and the tools they need to, you know, navigate life. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, that's important. That's important. I, I fuck with that. I can fuck with that. I just had to talk about my granddaddy. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to my uncles. My uncles definitely stepped up. Um, yeah. Shout out to everybody. And whenever, whenever <laughs> I feel like, you know, I'm down bad, you know, daddy issues, want, 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 want. I just think about my uncles and just how far they go to take care of me and it's not even just me now you know they thinking about me post-graduation me going to law school you know what i'm saying like they're thinking about you know they they plan and and they plan Mm -hmm. their lives and anticipate next moves with me and mine and i really do appreciate it i do and they've shown me what a man is supposed to do and how they're supposed to treat women you know what i'm saying in marriage outside of marriage you know what i'm saying all of that my family is super tight big shout out to y'all i love each and every one of you thank you for your contribution making me the bad bitch that i am period um but definitely have we're gonna wrap this episode up because yeah but the next episode episode Four, we're going to talk about how the black family dynamic affects our romantic relationships. And I think that's going to be a very good episode because I got a lot of shit to say. 
mother says she got something to say. And uh, should we just leave the surprise for next week? Yeah, we're going to leave the surprise for next week. We're going to leave the surprise. But thank y'all for listening. We really, really appreciate you guys. And also I wanted to add that we're going to have like a comment box, I guess, on our Instagram um, on Friday when the second episode drops for you guys to leave comments about the first episode, what you thought, what we could have did better. So constructive criticism, anything like that, things you may want us to talk about. And Yeah. Yeah. So let's motherfucker talk about it in so, a comment box. <laughs> that's what it's gonna say. Let's talk about it. In a comment box. But I just want y'all to know that I'm Ari. And I'm Mac. And, and this was Let's Talk About Let's Talk About it. Let's talk about Let's talk about it. See you guys in the next week.